Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friend Jake gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates and information, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and for some extra free picks, you can find us on TikTok. All links are in the description. This college basketball episode covers select games scheduled to be played on Saturday, November 26th, 2022. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pixwiththeprofessor.com slash new for a primer. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share some information about these games, give you a few things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. We never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your hard-earned money. Remember that Sideline has graded plays on every single game. Check out the Google Sheet in the show description for those. But as always, take what you like and leave the rest. And if you have questions about these or other games, the best place to get those answers is on the Discord chat that can be accessed through Patreon. Again, that link also in the show description. As always, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans, and is A, B, and C grades to indicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. Again, we're only covering a subset of today's games in this episode, so for, so for that full state of play, check out the link in the show description or on the web home, website homepage. Lastly, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as we'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, we missed you yesterday. We brought on the reliever, Cousin Jared, and his parlay failed, but uh, mine hit, so we are, we are off the schneid. Props to you for hitting that. Hopefully, you broke the dam. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, too. Exactly. Yeah, he see he did as well. So yes, we're busting the dam open, and now we can start rolling on those. Um, otherwise, uh, before we get to today's slate, some reminders: please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned the Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits to be found there above and beyond what we do here. Membership starts at just $3 per month. Again, those picks are locked uh, about 8 p.m. Central the night before. So for $10 a month, you can get those picks right when they're locked rather than having to wait till the next day. And the early access to the lines is $15 a month. That way you can get those the projections from sideline. Again, the model that I have created. Um you can get those, you know, usually before noon, before opening lines come out, you can always just grab those really bad opening numbers. There's still a lot of them out there uh, that you can get. So lots of great benefits there if you're looking to get some of this access, uh, information earlier than the general public. But hey, even if you're not, we're still thrilled to have you with us here. Let's get to it. All lines, courtesy, bet online. Send up link in the show description. And current is the time of this recording on late Friday night. Jake, the A-plus play of the day. Got a handful of A-grade plays locked. We'll have a few more. Uh, with a tournament game, we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later. But of the A plays locked in tonight already, or if you're watching this in the morning last night, uh, your favorite is 3 p.m. Central Presbyterian at Charlotte. Um, last time you were on, so I guess uh, Cousin Jared got the A-plus play of the day yesterday, and, and and you and I got the A-plus play of the day the day before we had Oklahoma in the spot. And we talked, we were kind of fighting for it. There were such few games. We were trying to figure out how we were going to distribute all of our picks, that our favorite things. We both were like, man, we really like this Oklahoma team, and that was easy. And, and I look at this one, and I kind of think the same thing. Like, there's yeah. so many games. No one had to fight for anything on this Saturday. But I look at this one, and, I mean, we've loved fading Presbyterian, and Charlotte has been a fun team to back. So, I mean, it's like – the perfect combo. It's almost one of those, like, is it too good to be true things? So hopefully you can tell us why it's not too good to be true. Sideline says it should be 14. So we are laying 12 with the A plus play of the day backing Charlotte at home against Presbyterian. Jake, tell us more. 
Yeah, so like we said, Presbyterian's almost like the anti-Sam Houston State where they are an A play no matter what, just, just on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just they're one and four against the spread this year. Uh, Charlotte has – And that one and that one cover was like a last second two or something, like put back on a shot. They covered by like one and a half points. Like they yeah. barely covered that game too. Yeah. Yeah, they, that was that was rough. But uh, Charlotte has a really good defense. Plays a super slow play, uh, pace. It's not a pressure defense. So it's not going to like force a lot of turnovers, and you're going to see them run away with it. It's just it's going to be a slow build where Presbyterian just can't score, and time just ticks off as Charlotte does what they want to do. Um, I mean, Charlotte right now is on pay, like they're averaging giving up 57 points. Their defense is really good, unless you're unless you're Detroit Mercy, and then you just. I don't put a, a random 70 spot against them. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Presbyterian's going to get to that 57 number that they're averaging right now. They're just not very good offensively. I mean, Ken Palm's got them ranked 298 with a slow tempo, so that doesn't help them. I mean, the last time they played a team that was – Presbyterian played a team that's ranked relatively the same as uh, Charlotte. It was a 20-point loss to East Carolina, so – I don't know if this one will get up to 20 just because I don't know that Charlotte wants to score that much, but Charlotte's got enough to get, win this by at least 15. Yeah. Uh, sideline says 127 points on this one. The actual total is 122. I would not go over. Mm-hmm. Uh, not at all. I mean, uh, Charlotte, a Presbyterian plays slow. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte plays even slower. I mean, they just grind the game, just put you to sleep, basically. Um, and, and like you said, Presbyterian. <laughs> Yeah, it will be a very fun game to watch. I don't know if it'll be able to be watched. You probably shouldn't watch it. Um, but yeah, Charlotte's been a team that's um, been a, a pleasure to back for the most part this season. Presbyterian team has been a pleasure to fade. So we are rocking with Charlotte minus 12. Low scoring game, but I'm um, like, this feels this feels kind of not as bad as the Virginia Maryland Eastern Shore game where I got the same game parlay. It won't be quite that bad, but it feels like that same sort of thing where like, Charlotte will put up 60 or 70, and Presbyterian's probably going to struggle to get to 50. Um, so it seems like an easy, like you said, 15, 20-point win uh, and one of these ugly you – know, like I said, it just seems like 60 to 40. I think we'd all look at it and be like, that seems about right. It's just it, I'm expecting something ugly like that. So we're going to lay it with Charlotte and expect a snooze fest. And speaking of snooze fest, to the best B side of all the B-grade plays you locked in, at 2 p.m. Central, Central Connecticut State and Rutgers, Jake, I swear these teams play seven times a year. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like Every time I turn around, it seems like these two teams are playing a non-conference game. Uh, I, I distinctly remember them playing a non-conference game early in the conference season last year on one of those days, right around the new year, like right after conference season started. Yeah. There weren't that many games, and so I, this one kind of just stuck out at me. And, uh, sideline says this should be Rutgers minus 26. We've got a B-grade play on it, minus 23. The reason is probably only a – sorry, the reason it is only a B-grade play from the model. When it gets up to higher numbers like this, it, it, it's a lot tougher to get to an A-grade to get that extra confidence level, but the model absolutely does like this play for sure. Um, and we've talked about it a little bit before. Uh, Sideline so only had like a C grade play on the Hoosiers here on Friday, laying a giant number and that covered. Um, it's not been every single time, but a lot of times the model lays these big numbers. It works out really well because the model doesn't like to do that. So it should kind of catch your eye when it says to lay these big numbers. And it's not necessarily a blind play, but it's definitely one to look into a little bit more. And that's what you're going to have us do here. Rutgers minus 23. Why is that the best of all the great plays today? Yeah, like you said, sideline. When sideline sells us to lay that number, that's always makes you want to perk up. And then you look at Rutgers being at home. That's a whole other like one that makes you real excited about this because 
this is, I mean, Rutgers loves to beat up on these bottom, bottom tier teams. Uh, they've played four games at home, won three of them by about 30. The other one was a weird one against UMass where it might have been a look-ahead spot to Temple. But it's just been – they just tear apart teams at home. You know, like, we have really good schools. They win games they shouldn't. Uh, they play an incredible set of defense. Central Connecticut's going to have a hard time scoring. Um, and I just – I don't see where they score enough to keep this within, like, really 30 just because I think Rutgers is going to be very, very good in this spot. Uh, Hyatt Spencer and Omori, or however you say his last name, are just going to dominate this game. They're just going to have a field day because Central Connecticut's got no business being here. Yeah, uh, this they, when they played last year, Rutgers got out to a 30-point halftime lead, uh, and that's about what they won by. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it should not be a pretty game, uh, also a low total. So just a uh, kind of a kind of another snooze fest, just like the first we talked about. But it can be what we talk about, where you don't have to watch them to make the monies, right? You know, you don't make more. There's no bonus if the game's on national TV. There's no multiplier. Right. Uh, it is fun to watch the games we invest in. So we will always try to do the, you know, the TikTok game or something as something that's a little more interesting. But um, we always understand you want to watch the, the big games. But hey, if we're talking about trying to make money, it doesn't matter how sexy the matchup is, how exciting the matchup is. We're trying to uh, make money off of this. And um, sometimes it's off ugly games. So like you say, we don't have to watch them just uh, collect, collect your money at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason you have to watch all these games that you're supposed to, that we're telling you to play. We're just trying to get you the best way to make you some money. Yeah, and and uh, last thing I don't want to I don't want you know uh, belabor the point any, but uh, what I will say is sometimes it makes a lot of sense to invest in a game and don't care about it, don't watch it, but watch another game specifically so you can learn about that team and have a better opportunity to invest in them later. So you don't have to always watch what you invest in. You don't have to always invest what you watch. And sometimes you watch something for a future investment. You're, 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 you are investing. You're just not doing it right then and there. You're trying to figure out how the team's playing together, how they're going to match up against certain team styles, whatever. So that way next week, next month, whatever, you have a better handle on that team. So just something to keep in mind there. Uh, not a sexy matchup, not one I'm going to be watching at all. Um, I will absolutely with you laying the, the, the points of Rutgers, but I, I will be trying to learn things about other teams uh, during that time slot, uh, along with, of course, watching college football because it's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's really, I don't know that any of these games we're going to cover are ones you're going to be like, I mean, to be fair, that does take us to our Jake on a limb segment right now. The model doesn't have a play on Kent state and Houston uh, sideline says it should be Houston minus 17 point. Five. The actual line is 19. Uh, Houston has just been a phenomenal team this year. I feel like every time we've talked about it off air, we've kind of just wondered. I think we mentioned this even on air a couple times. We've wondered when the model is going to catch up, if they're going to be, if it's going to be able to catch up to just how dominant this Houston team is. Is it, is it as good as it seems? It might just be a hot start and they might not be this good. Um, all, all it's going to take is one or two bad outings and, and we kind of can look at it and say, Oh, they are really good. They're just not, you know, the best team ever to play that sort of thing. Right. But, but so far they do look really, really good. They've got a lot of talent. Uh, if they can stay healthy, I mean, the sky is literally the limit for this team. They are a lot of fun to watch. This matchup might not be a lot of fun to watch um, because they, they should dominate of course. But uh, Jake, tell us why you are going on a limb and, and likely fading the model models. We're going to take the points and I'm going to hate every second of it, but likely fading the model and taking Houston minus 19. One, they're five and zero against the spread, and according to the team rankings, four of the five of those they were favored by at least twenty and a half. I'm gonna say it's not like uh, it's been small numbers either for most of them. Oh, they're, they're giant just, numbers. 
They're a juggernaut, and it's and they're one of the most dominant forces I've seen in college basketball in a while. And just with the way they play, and they do it without really flashy names. I mean, Sasser is probably is the best player on the team, and is probably the, just the one true NBA player that you'll see him play. Other than that, I don't know that any of these guys have a big future in the league. I mean, Jarris Walker is really good. Uh, Mark is good. Shahid is – but there's just – every spot on that team is filled with a very, very good player who would start on yeah. any squad, really. And it's just not fair because, I mean, they were they were in the Elite Eight on a six-man rotation. Now they've got eight or nine guys that Samson can throw out there with that pressure defense and that offense, and it just gets rolling. And at home, it's un- – like that crowd gets on you and – uh, you just send you into a full-blown planet. I mean, Kent State is a good mid-major-ish, I mean, but they just lost to Charleston you know, on the road. And I don't think they're going to do what their football team did with Georgia and surprise us by staying mm. in a game that they shouldn't. Mm. But How many more times are we going to bring that up this year? Uh, <laughs> enough. I feel like it's come up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like it's like – I mean, they're good-ish because, I mean, none of their wins are anything – to ride home about yet, but I mean they're taking care of their business, so they're they're doing all right. I just this is just a bad matchup for them. Yeah, this one I, I think is interesting to keep an eye on because you know, like team rankings has Kent State top hundred, and that's kind of what we're saying. Like we think they're a decent team, and at home, if Houston's as good as we think they might be, I mean they might run them out of the building, and if so, that is just another sign of like wow, you really have to watch off them. If Kent State hangs in there. Then that's a little bit of a kink in the armor for Houston, um, but the way they've looked so far, uh, they they really and Jake we've talked about this. They really remind me of that Baylor team that won the national championship a couple of years yeah. ago, where they're just solid everywhere. They got guys off the bench that are good, and it's like there's only you know they may not have a true bona fide NBA superstar that's going to be a, you know an NBA All Star. Maybe a couple guys that will make the league, but not quite, not really anybody that you look at and you say this guy's going to be a stud in the NBA. Just guys that are really good, really good players. I mean, you got a lot of them that are playing together well, and just say what? And extremely well coached. Like the, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Both teams, that same, that same yeah. comparison for, for both teams, right? Yeah. And uh, it gets really early, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to say that's exactly where they're going, but I mean, it's, it's one of those, like they've caught my attention with that. And this is another chance for them to prove that they are, that they do belong in that conversation of teams that can absolutely win the national championship. Uh, they're in that conversation right now. Another dominant performance here just solidifies their spot in that, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. With Carolina and Kansas losing, they probably are going to jump to that number one mm-hmm. spot uh, with how they've played. Now I don't really see them getting knocked off for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and the biggest thing, of course, last year they couldn't stay healthy with all that talent, and this year if they can stay healthy, again, like I said, the, the sky is the limit. Uh, to the shake and bake with Jake again, we, we, we burst the dam yesterday, so we'll see if we can keep that rolling again today. 1 p.m. Central, Western Carolina at UNC Asheville. Jake, this is your favorite of all the games here to try to throw a little same-game parlay together. Uh, right now we've got UNC Asheville as an 8.5-point favorite, and the total is 150, so tell us what you're going to do with this one. Yeah, we're going to lay the points with UNC Asheville, and we're going to go under 150. Look, UNC Asheville is a, a pretty good team. They're not they're nothing special or anything, but uh, the 150 number is just way too high. They're they've played two games all year. They got to that 150. One was the Eastern Kentucky game, which was back and forth affair, but then the other one was UCF, which went to double overtime. Uh, Western Carolina is not good by any measure. Well, I, I don't know where you're going to find it. I mean, they're well well below average. It, all the metrics, especially defense. Um, 
I mean, UNC Asheville's got a kind of fun guy to watch and Drew Pember. Um, he, he can really fill up the bucket, and but they don't have much outside of him. He shoots the ball well. He's a big guy, like 6'9"-ish, uh, scores it, does does pretty well, and he's a pretty animated guy. Uh, so he's kind of fun to watch. But other than that, there's not anything that's going to really make you want to watch this game. Uh, I just don't think Western Carolina can really hang in with them. I'd say this game being like 75-66, somewhere in there, like right in there where UNC Asheville winning by – 9, 10, 11, 12, something like that, just enough to cover there and stay in, under that 150 number. In Western Carolina, just looking at it from the tempo standpoint, projects to play a little bit of a slower game than Eastern Kentucky. That Eastern Kentucky is one of the faster teams yeah. uh, in college basketball, probably hovering around that top 50 uh, mark. So they, they, they want to get you in a higher scoring game. So we're going under 150 in this one and line the eight and a half with UNC Ash. We'll see if we can get one here two in a row. Uh, to the must-see TV slot, again, same story as the last few days. So you probably heard it. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Check out TikTok. We'll have uh, Jake and I will each do a video on one of the big tournament games that we really like. Uh, just a quick little one-minute video on those. Otherwise, there's just not lines out for them right now. That's where most of the big games are happening tomorrow. So there's a lot of good ones that you're going to want to keep an eye on. We'll try to get you some information about those there. But we can't talk about them now because there's no lines. We can't tell you what to bet because right now you can't bet anything. So that's the way it goes. And uh, what what are, what are you like three and one and I'm one and zero or something like that? Is that where we're at? All that like four and one combined? But some, something like that. It's It's gone pretty well. Yes, I have too many plays of the day out there to try to keep them all straight at this point. I, I have this why I have, that's why I have spreadsheets to keep track of all this stuff. <laughs> so I have to consult with those. Um, to the overtime slot, one last game that we want to squeeze in here before we sign off. 11 a.m. Central, Northeastern versus Princeton. This is the second of the games in London on Saturday. They had the two London games earlier in the week already took uh, Friday off, and now they're back here on Saturday. The first one gets going earlier than this one. That's Army and Manhattan. And Sideline did lock in and uh, play on Army minus one on that one. By the time you're watching this, that game may already be over or it uh, may be happening. Um, but for this one, uh, Sideline says it should be Princeton minus a little over eight and a half. So we've locked in Princeton at minus six as an A-grade play. Uh, Jake, I think the only concern we've talked about this game is Princeton and their free throw shooting. We acknowledge that's not great. And there's a little bit of a concern when you're laying six, but I think our perception is that uh, it, it shouldn't be close enough where the free throws matter, that that wouldn't matter in a tighter contest, but that they're just a much better team than Northeastern. Uh, tell us a little more. Yeah, just Northeastern is a very bad team. Their only win so far in the year is against a struggling Manhattan team who lost their coach, what, a week before – um, the season started, so it's just that win is not anything impressive. Um, they do have the one mo- one point loss to Harvard, but other, other than that, all their games have been outside this number. And of course, Syracuse and Providence really got outside this number. Um, they've got a kind of fun guy to watch, uh, Telfort, but other than that, the rest of the team is just bad, not 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 going to be able to compete at this level. Um, but Princeton lost their first two games. Came, came through as one of their last three. Um, they got, got four guys averaging double digits, but I'm going to struggle to say this guy's name, but Tucson is leading in literally every statistic they, they can manage besides three-point shooting because he's a big guy and doesn't do it. Um, he's just outrageous. Very, very good player. Um, North uh, Northeastern's not going to have an uh, answer for him whatsoever. Um, 
with it being in England and they're already over there, I don't see an advantage disadvantage to any team with it being in London. So I, I think it's really just going to be. Well, if anything, you might give Princeton a slight advantage. I do believe that one of their players is from England. And so a little bit of a wanting to you know, already, he's already gotten the nervous game in front of his yeah. parents and friends and family out of the way. And now it's just like, like, I don't know which player it is. I just did it. One yeah. of the players on Princeton is from England. So maybe a little edge there, right? All the guys wanting to, uh, you know, send them out on top. Right? Sort of thing, right? Maybe he gets a built-in cheering section too. Uh, exactly. Probably, like, probably does. Yeah. So, so maybe just a little bit of advantage for Princeton, which yeah. even helps us out more because uh, yeah. it's really just going to be the better team winning by 10 to 12. Uh, I just, I don't think Northeastern is going to be able to save this game. And this Princeton would be able to win by a lot more if they could hit the free throws. Right, right. And this Northeastern team, uh, as you mentioned, got that one win uh, against Manhattan. That was a couple days ago in London. They won by two in overtime. So even that wasn't a um, convincing win. They did not cover the closing number on that one. And in all of their other losses, they didn't cover as well. So just a team that has not done very well princeton struggled to cover as well but i kind of see this princeton game playing out kind of like the army game did a couple days ago in london the free throw shooting didn't let them really run away with it but it didn't really matter they won by eight or ten or something like that and that's the same sort of thing that'll happen here that way uh and that and for that reason then six seems like a pretty smart investment yep yep all righty well that's all the games we're going to cover today jake any parting words yeah, just make sure to follow us on TikTok so you can get those like big name games that you want you want to, that you're going to be watching and be betting on uh, because we're, we're seem to be hot over there. All right, well said. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picks the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can share all the sports betting content we provide on this channel. Shop right into your feed. We'll see you again on Monday with more sports betting content. And until then, as always, best of luck and remember you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.